We are recording on all fronts. Alrighty then. How's it going? Uh, it's going all right. Yeah, happy Monday. Exactly. Uh, oh, this is the most relaxing Monday I've had in a very long time. Really? Why is yep. that? Because I took off vacation. So I'm officially on holiday for the next uh, week. And uh, at the moment, my wife and kid are in Toronto. Uh, I knew that that was coming. I knew it. I, I didn't know the vacation was there, but I knew there was no kid around. That that was. I could feel it in the the ease in your voice. Yeah, the, was... the the complete laziness and <laughs> relaxation. <laughs> uh, fantastic, nice. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, what's bananas is I actually booked the time off thinking that I was gonna like have some time to sit and work on some personal projects, but it's like the first time in ages that I've. I had no one else around, so I've basically just wasted my day watching movies and playing video games. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know what that's like. Well, I'm, I kind of, I, I don't, <laughs> honestly, yeah. but um, that's probably what I would do. I, I've had like one day to myself, I think. Um, actually, that's not true. I had two, three, two. Uh, when I started the new job, <laughs> I had two days to, all to myself. <laughs> some little spat that was like weirdly like quiet and, and free and it was uh yeah I, I getting things done was not on my mind i'll say that yeah. yeah yeah totally gotcha totally gotcha well what game uh i've been playing final fantasy tactics which has not been relaxing because i keep dying and so now i'm grinding for levels oh sweet <laughs> uh and i also played uh, final fantasy 15 a king's tale okay uh which is i guess like a a uh like a beat 'em up side scrolling type game that the Square made. Uh, they released it along with the special edition of Final Fantasy 15. Okay. Just as like a little pre order bonus. And then. Uh, Cash in on the characters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's made like in a retro, uh, like 16 bit graphics or, or pixel art at least. Uh, oh, really? And I don't know, I guess the, after a while they decided, hey, not just pre-order people should get this. Let's give it to free for anyone with a PS4 or Xbox One. Um, so I, I got it for free and I downloaded it and I played it and it's garbage. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, Basically. I'm not a big beat-em-up fan to begin with, to be honest. I, I liked the Turtles in Time one on the Super Nintendo and I liked River City Ransom and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, but um, this just doesn't have anything uh, value to it i don't think yeah you know i think for me like just the the pure volume of beat-em-ups out there uh like the, you you named up a few good ones but like when you've played yeah. 50 different beat-em-ups even those good ones it's like okay i've seen this 40 times i'm just yeah i'm, I'm tired <laughs> you know and plus i can't yeah. even get excited about new final fantasies i don't know maybe if i sunk some time in they you know the appeal would come back but i just yeah i don't know i i just can't get excited these days for final fantasy i'm i'm interested in checking out 15 um i've heard you know, good things actually the the thing is is that i was really excited when it was originally announced as like final fantasy 13 versus or something back in like 2006 <laughs> or 2005 or something yeah uh and and I just wore out my excitement a long time ago. So, you know, I've got a huge backlog and I'm going to wait until it's like $5 or $10 or something before I get around to buying it. Yeah. Because, you know, I've waited this long for it. Uh, I can continue to wait. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, don't even even. So if you were to go out today and buy yourself a PlayStation 4, uh, don't do it just so that you can get the free beat em up side scroller game um it's not too likely i'll go out and buy a playstation <laughs> 4 although i did uh i forget if i mentioned this last time i did um uh acquire a switch oh yeah no you didn't mention um so i don't actually have it yet i, oh, so, I my so acquired intermediary yeah <laughs> my intermediary has it um okay. so that the exchange still needs to happen but i've secured one so okay. um I will keep you posted. Not a lot to say yet, but it's something I'm excited about, so that should be cool. Nice. Yeah, so that's my first... Uh, I finally joined the uh, modern console generation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe some people might dispute that since it's the uh, the Nintendo entry, but um, 
either way. Uh, you know, kind of excited about that. So I've, I've been kind of uh, rolling around in my mind was whether or not to get one, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen in the next in the next couple of years. <laughs> well, if I had to like stand in line or just continually drop into Target or something to get one, I, I probably wouldn't have. Just where mm. I kind of the opportunity to grab one fell into my lap. Um, yeah. yeah, that was good. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, uh, not so interested in like standing in lines and stuff anymore. Yeah. Like a grumpy Yeah, for me, guy. it's, it's just, uh, I don't know. I feel guilty about all the games that I already own, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff on Nintendo that I've kind of just been passing over for a few years now. Cause I never got the Wii or the Wii U and uh, I feel like mm-hmm. as my kid is starting to get older, maybe it's uh, going to be time to get back into Nintendo and get uh, a nice family-friendly console. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I find um, the selection tends to be a little bit limited, and you're, you're mostly... Uh, the games you get excited about are mostly first-party games, but... Yeah. Uh, if, especially if you're into social gaming. Like, I mean, I've just always loved, you know, going to my friend's house, um, like, in college and just, you know, sitting down and playing Smash Brothers or even, like, Mario Party or, you know, mm. these games that sitting at home alone would just not be exciting at all uh, yeah. are just great when you have a bunch of your uh, ridiculous friends just bashing buttons around with, right? Um, yeah. And Nintendo's always been the console, kind of our go-to console, right? So, yeah. Yeah. All right, speaking of consoles and games... Dun, dun, dun. Uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to get into what have we been playing, or do you want to get into uh, a continuation of last episode of uh, what are our favorite games of all time? <laughs> well, ultimately, we're going to do both anyway, right? So yeah. let's. Uh, I'll I'll nail nail the uh, the game question. Um, so I uh, I finished out um, Rockman X one or Mega Man X or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I realized. You play that game enough, and you can just become a super master at it. <laughs> like I can probably yeah, beat yeah. the whole game easily and get everything without dying, which is not like this enormous boast. I'm pretty sure anyone could. But even like last time, I was commenting on how that spider was so annoying and Sigma was so hard. Yeah. Um, the problem with this game, it goes into our uh, our death discussion actually, uh, yeah, yeah. and that's um, the last save point, or it's not really a save point. The last, the latest password. stage that a password will bring you to is four full stages before the boss. Yeah. It's like that whole last stretch of stuff. Yeah, I wasn't and a fan of that. And it's super feature. frustrating because you finally, you, you play for like 40 minutes and you get to the boss and he kills you. And that like, okay, it's like, essentially you're just punishing me by not giving me a password right to here, right? I mean, I can't yeah. even practice this boss. Um, it just sucks, right? So i played it a few times to get to the boss and but after a while it's just like okay this is you know nothing's any problem got mastered the spider master everything and the boss once you figure that out even uh sigma's not yeah. super crazy hard so yeah um that's done uh so i just went right on to rockman x2 um again i'm kind of revisiting all these games i think i might just go through the whole series it's kind of fun <laughs> so uh kill all the hunters or whatever they're called uh the just the, the eight bosses and the three uh i don't know if you remember x2 um there's like the three uh uh, I can't remember what they're called already. Mavericks. Is that what they call them? The the, the they call them different things in uh, uh, Japanese. I think um, in English they're I think they're yeah Mavericks, and in Japanese they're irregulars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then um, I think you're a Maverick hunter. Is that right in the English yeah. one? And in the Japanese you're a uh, irregular hunter. Irregular hunter. But then these three guys are the. I forget what they're called, the regular hunter hunters or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, killed everybody. Um, and I just 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 got to the uh, that last stretch on your way to the final boss, but uh, I'm missing a couple heart containers and stuff. So um, I suspect that'll be uh, wrapped up quickly, and then on to X3. Nice. But, uh, yeah. I, so. X3, I remember really liking. X3, I liked. Uh, X2 is probably of the Super Nintendo ones my least favorite. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's just so much like the first one or something and like it's cool that you get the helmet attachment but where you can like now search for for hidden stuff and that was kind of interesting i guess but i found it i don't know like my memories of this one i'm i immediately remembered like just using the helmet everywhere and just slowly going through levels looking for stuff and not really having a good time right. with it i almost prefer yeah. the first one where stuff is just hidden and if you can't find it well whatever <laughs> i don't know yeah. i did like in the second one where you could like slide in the air that's cool yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Well, I mean, in that case, you need to pick up Mighty Number no. Nine. 
Oh, well, okay then. <laughs> I I believe I've already picked it up and played it for five minutes. Uh, I need to actually maybe flesh that out a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you get to dash all the time in that. I, I, I forget what exactly the quote was from the ad, but if you go back and watch the ad, it's all about dashing. Well, that's kind of isn't that wasn't that a complaint a lot of people had? Like yeah, you yeah. just end up dashing through levels because you get a you get um more of a bonus or something when you finish it quickly. So then that's what the game becomes about, and no one liked that or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I might uh, uh, eventually get to that one. Maybe after I go through all of, all of X, I'll get to that one. You know, I still haven't beaten Mega Man Ten. I beat one through nine, yeah. and yeah. and t- I got to like the end of ten, and I just never beat it. So I I have to go back and get that nail that one too. Uh, did you see, I'm trying to remember what it's called right now, but there's a Mega Man collection? Mega Man I, collection? Uh, yeah, I have. So okay, didn't yeah. They just release another one, Mega Man Revival or something? I don't know. But well, they they just announced the Mega Man Legacy Collection 2, which is going to have Mega Man yeah, 7, it. 8, 9, 10. Um, 7 and 8 are awful, and 9 and 10 are just like... <laughs> Mega Man 1 done well, kind of, or 2, I yeah, guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I can get too excited for that collection. I did enjoy 9 and 10. Um, yeah, I, um, I can't I can't get collect, uh, excited for that particular collection. And, and I already own them, so, you know, there's, yeah. there's really no point for me to pick up ditto. again and again and again. Ditto, ditto. Um, uh, oh, man, what was I going to say? Something. Oh, yeah, um, the Mega Man collections. Um, collection and the X collection. Yeah. I have them, but I have them for GameCube. And yeah, while I love I love GameCube, that bloody control. controller, man, it just <laughs> was made to be miserable with Mega Man games. It just yeah. was made to be like impossible. I just ah, uh, it, it'll drive you crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's almost like I would infinitely prefer to pop in the uh, like whatever, just Super Nintendo one or original Nintendo and play with those original controllers. Yeah, like a thousand times over. It's yeah. Yeah, I I remember getting the Mega Man collection for PS2 and and it played fine on that, but the Mega Man X collection I have on GameCube and yeah, it's oh. like <laughs> it's brutal. intolerable. Yeah, I remember yeah. playing through X1 on that, and then I just never bothered to pick up the others because it was <laughs> so painful on that yeah, controller. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, shall we get on to part two of uh, favorite games for console? Yep. Yeah. Get to it. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. What was next? Okay, uh, I'm so so last time we wrapped up on the 16-bit era, I believe. We, yes. we took a look at uh, the, the NES, the Game Boy, Genesis, and SNES. And now uh, I'm going to steer us into the CD era. Dun, 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 dun. So when I first moved from Amherst to Truro in 95... The city, uh, yeah, yeah. The moved from you know the the one city to another big city. Uh, we ended up renting during that first March break that I was there, the three do. That's impressive. You were probably one of very few who uh, got that pleasure. Yeah, rented the the three do back in nineteen ninety five, and and I, with it, I I believe we got at least two games. So my <laughs> my my uh, extensive experience extensive experience is not that extensive. Uh, <laughs> I I so I played Dragon's Lair, which is oh. one of the worst games I've ever played on any console ever, and I will never understand how anyone enjoyed that. It's intolerable. Yes. Uh, so that's obviously not my favorite game. And then the other game that I played uh, is actually turned out to be one of my favorite games of all time. Wow. Uh, Road Rash 3D on the 3DO. Uh, absolutely amazing game. Uh, it was it was a bike racing game where you get to okay. use like uh, nightsticks and nunchucks and just your fists and stuff to, to beat up the other racers. It was unfortunately only one player. Um so I had to take turns with my buddy who was over that March break to play with him. Um, but I remember having a blast with that because uh, like the whole point of it is combat, except there were police officers in it too, and they were like undefeatable. You, you could not beat them up with weapons. So if you got them on you, you were pretty much screwed, except 
if you made them crash into a building, then they would die. Awesome. <laughs> and so, yeah, Road Rash 3D on the 3DO, uh, absolutely an amazing game. Um, I have very little to say about the system. I, I kind of pride myself on all this retro junk I collect and stuff, but uh, it just wasn't part of my uh, my growing up. I never played it. Um, uh, interestingly, or kind of ridiculously maybe, I do have one <laughs> because I found one uh, in a store one time and it was shrink-wrapped in a beautiful condition. I thought, 3DO, wow, I'm going to pick that up. And I just could never bring myself to unwrap it. It's just in such pristine condition. Uh, so maybe someday I'll buy a second one, which is totally ridiculous, and play some <laughs> games. In the meantime, it sits on my shelf and it looks pretty. Uh, so uh, f- take f- take that to that thought to bed with you or whatever. But um, uh, yeah. No, no comment on 3DO. Um, <laughs> I did see that uh, the list we have here um, is missing one system, which of course no one in the West really played, but uh, the Turbo Graphics or PC Engine in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. So, so there's a bunch of games because, or a bunch of different systems that we're obviously going to skip because both of us have not played them. Uh, but I'm guessing you have played that one. I have, yes, definitely. Um, I mean, you could comment on the same game. Clearly like kind of the reason i guess to pick up the system is to grab the uh, castlevania game on it i think you've played that one right uh is that the 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 dracula x yes rondo of blood so people say yeah uh i i so i never played the turbo graphics uh but i did get that one on the psp uh, psp yeah yeah um did you play through the remake or the original like really yeah okay cool awesome um I really liked that game. I liked the soundtrack. I mean, it was classic Castlevania. Like, it wasn't um, as groundbreaking as, say, uh, uh, Symphony of the Night, although it was a direct prequel, which is interesting because, yeah. I mean, so many people played Symphony of the Night, right? Yeah. Um, and not not only is it a direct prequel, but, like, the very first stage in Symphony of the Night is, is supposedly yeah. the end of that game, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'll throw that out there. That was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, I... I had another game in my mind, which I forgot. Great. But um, it had a lot of... I know um, the system just had a lot of uh, Hudson games. So, like, you know, just Adventure Island yeah. and those things, Bomberman and stuff. Um, the Bomberman game on the system was also a lot of fun. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't find Bomberman games very that much. So the Saturn yeah. Bomberman was also great. Um, so, anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, what's next? Sega Saturn, I yeah, believe. Yeah, Sega Saturn is next, yeah. Ooh, did, uh, which are, so. which so I guess we we've got the reverse situation here. I I played some 3DO and you hadn't, but I I've literally never touched a Sega Saturn. <laughs> oh really? Uh, I really really like Sega Saturn. I do recognize that it is an, an inferior system to the PlayStation, which was its direct competitor, um, uh, direct contemporary competitor. Um, but I mean I don't know. Kind of historically, it's it's like the it felt like the GameCube in a sense. It's like Sega's quirky entry that has all its own stuff on it and a lot of fun and it's cool, but everyone played the other system, you know? Mm. Um, uh, so, uh, Sega Saturn, um, the wicked game for me is, uh, Radiant Silver Gun. Um, it's a wicked shooter. I, I believe in the West, everyone's played, uh, Ikaruga. Are you aware of that one? I've heard of it, but I haven't played it. Ah, uh, well it's, it's a bullet hell game. Uh, uh, Radiant Silver Gun kind of started the um, the bullet hell uh, craze. I think I could be wrong on that. Maybe there's like some uh, arcade games that did that first or something. But um, it's a game by Treasure, which is a really I mean, cool company. Hmm? I, I mean, I I kind of consider even like Gradius and that like the same genre. Well, it's it's definitely yeah. I mean, when people say bullet hell, it's really like yeah. Yeah, I mean like that this game. You should play Ikaruga and you'll understand. It's like literally, it's I I couldn't convince anyone it's a different genre, but like it's almost like, you, you know, when we were kids, they had those yeah, popular yeah, yeah. like those boards that were mazes, and you had to like min, like tilt little twist little things on the side, and it would it would change the orientation yeah, yeah, of the board, and the ball would roll around, and you couldn't fall in a hole. It's like that. Like the, you're just dodging infinite infinitely. It's just a, a screen full of fairly slow moving bullets that you have to maneuver around it's quite different than gradius where i find you're on the attack more often yeah um but anyway radiant silver gum is really cool um for anyone who has played uh ikaruga um in ikaruga you have two different weapons it's actually a really cool concept uh as well but um it's like you have a white and black weapon and every single and you can switch between white mode and black mode and every enemy is either 
white or whitish, I guess, or black or blackish. It's like a reddish black and a bluish white. But anyway, um, if if you get hit by a bullet that's the same color as you, it restores your energy. And if it's the other color, you die. So you can flip back and forth. And um, likewise, like if you're in white mode, you shoot white bullets. So if you're fighting a black mode enemy, you have to shoot. You have to switch to white mode to shoot him to hit him and damage him, but then he's going to be shooting black bullets at you, so you have to switch back to defend. It's cool. Uh, anyway, um, Radiant Silver Gun is similar, but there's five weapons. Um, and it's just a really fun game. I, I shouldn't go on and on about this one game. Um, <laughs> another game I had here uh, is uh, Symphony of the Night. Obviously, it's on yeah. uh, Sega Saturn and PlayStation. I think yeah. most of us played the PlayStation 1, um, especially because I, I don't think the Saturn one was even released in the West, but... Um, uh, the Saturn version is cool. It's inferior in, inferior in some ways, but it's got a lot more stuff in it. And yeah. uh, the packaging is like really super wicked cool. So the little things I care about. So those are my two games. Um, a lot of people throw out uh, Panzer Dragoon. I have not actually I've, played I've heard it. Of that one, but... Yeah, it's really popular for like, you know, I don't know, people who love these obscure geek games. I do know someone who has it and won't stop talking about it, so it's definitely up there on my <laughs> acquire and playlist. But you know, um a copy of it's like hundred fifty dollars, so uh I don't know when that'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Bam. Uh I can't remember, was Panzer Dragoon the same world as near Automata? I'm not sure. Uh I would have to check. I, I think there's actually two Panzer Dragoon Dragoon games too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've I never ended up playing any of them, so I I can't. Uh, well, say. they're rare. They're Sega Saturn. I, I I just searched for the two, like Panzer Dragoon near Automata, and there's thirty three thousand results. So uh, I think I'm right. Uh, hmm. I, I don't know. Cool. Um, anyway, uh, so is that is that it for Sega Saturn? That is, I could go on a little bit, but those are my okay. favorite well, favorites. Well, segueing from Castlevania then, uh, PlayStation <laughs> One. So, uh, so, so Castlevania. I, <laughs> yeah, so Symphony of the Night uh, was an amazing game. It was. That. It truly uh, was. For for, for the, the time was for the time was running out on on the two D side scrolling games, uh, and I, I think. Castlevania Symphony of the Night was like one of the last great hurrahs for that genre. Uh, Fair. I would say Game Boy Advance uh, did a good job in re-establishing it as a legitimate um, genre, but there, I don't know. I don't know if there was any standouts or maybe it was kind of like, it was hard to get excited because they were the portable games, right? Yeah. So uh, I do and, agree. And I'll I'll talk a bit about those a bit later when we get to the Game Boy Advance. Uh, but yeah, what what you said with the the Saturn, um it was it was different. Like they had the ability for you to play as Maria in the Saturn version and you didn't get to do that on PlayStation. Uh, it wasn't until they re-released that uh for the PSP that uh, and and I don't even know if if the the PSP version itself does that but when they re- re- when they released Rondo of Blood and as a hidden extra inside Rondo of Blood you could unlock Symphony of the Night <laughs> and Rondo of Blood originally yeah yeah so so that was the first time I got to play as Maria and I don't, I don't know it was uh, it was fun yeah it's um, cool they also have a, a extra stage in the Saturn one yeah yeah exactly yeah um I I I remember getting into the PlayStation One and just absolutely loving it. And looking back, it's it's I, I feel like so many of the games have aged so grossly. Like that <laughs> that era of 3D graphics to me was painfully bad. Uh, but but I I I still love a, a bunch of those games. I I think it was a a great system, just like the Super Nintendo for uh, JRPGs. Yeah, um, yeah, and and obviously Final Fantasy VII was like groundbreaking for everyone in the West, <laughs> who had never played a Final Fantasy before, finally getting mainstream attention. Yeah, I um, remember that game. I just was, I just couldn't believe it when it came out. It just looked looked so incredible to me. Like the start when he's like hopping off the train and stuff. Like now, of course, you know, whatever. But like back then, it was just an incredible, incredible, incredible like. I don't know the visuals and stuff. Like, I don't know. Maybe I was just uh, 
uh, naive or something, but I just never thought a video game would get that far, like at the time, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it was it was pretty amazing. I, I mean, we've we've talked about this before, but like the when they had the cutscenes and stuff, like uh, that was pretty cutting edge at the time. Um, the I don't entire know. Uh, um, intro sequence I thought was just incredible at the time. Like there's that yeah. whole video and the mute, like the na 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 na, and then they zoom into the city, and then you're fighting, yeah. and then whatever, and like you know, you saw Eris. Everything was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was one thing that like the the music got to take a big leap forward too. Now that it was like CD quality stuff as opposed yeah, to yeah. chip tunes. Um, I think of all the different systems, the jump from Super Nintendo to PlayStation, or I guess 16-bit to 32-bit, um, was the most drastic. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you went 2D to 3D. The graphics were suddenly so much more. I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'd say better, but um, mm. I don't know. They're achieving more, I guess. Like it just felt like the most yeah drastic change i think yeah yeah um final fantasy 8 obviously not as good as final fantasy 7 come on i was not even <laughs> gonna bring that up um so one of my favorite games I, i'm not even this is not a joke i honestly had a dream the other night that i was playing that game and complaining as i played it like i had a dream that i was complaining about the game and playing it so that means i'm remembering the game in my dream right yeah yeah yeah, it's uh, we're gonna ignore that game. Um, one of one of my favorite games though for that system, um, uh, which unfortunately is related to Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, I got into it because it had the demo of Final Fantasy VIII, but it ended up being one of my favorite games of all time. Is Brave Fencer oh, Musashi? Cool. Uh, I I don't know too many people that have played that game. Um, but are you sure? I I know so many people that rented it to play the Final Fantasy VIII demo. Yeah, but then they didn't play the. Actual <laughs> they didn't game. play. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I played it, um, but I never uh, like bought it or, or got insanely into it. I, thought I it was bought okay. it, but I've n- not got around to playing it since I bought it. I bought it on eBay in like 2009 and haven't had a chance to actually put it into the <laughs> system and play. It. Nice. <laughs> um. Uh, but I I loved that it was it was like a, a Legend of Zelda game that had like a, a, a kind of quirky uh, humor and storytelling and I don't know it was it was just a really fun game there there were a lot of games that I guess had been I don't know if they were Saturn games or if they were Sega CD games or what but like Grandia and a few others right um, so so PlayStation for me was the introduction to a lot of those games. Yeah, I think Grandia, I forget where it came from. It might have been Sega, yeah, CD or Sega Saturn. Um, definitely Lunar was, I yeah. think, Sega CD. Yeah. 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 Uh, is that your PlayStation list? Yeah, the, the Final Fantasy VII, Symphony of Night, and, and Brave Fencer. Those are the three that I, I'll call out as you, you need to play. Cool. My my uh, my list here is fairly big for PlayStation. Actually, I, I accidentally merged it with my Super Nintendo list. So there's a few games I probably forgot to mention for Super Nintendo. But anyway, um, uh, for PlayStation, uh, I don't know. I really, 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 really enjoyed Metal Gear Solid One. I yeah. when that came out, I was crazy for that game. I thought it was so much fun and just so exciting. And I, uh, the um, the whole like the twist that happens in the story, I just found it so engaging. Like. Maybe if I played it now, I'd feel differently. I don't know, but because I actually I haven't played it in a long time, um, but just I, it just grabbed me. I just love loved that game. Um, so uh, that for PlayStation for memories and stuff, that's a big big one for me. Um, I'm actually surprised you didn't mention Final Fantasy Tactics. That uh, well, I, the reason the reason I didn't is because I think all <laughs> around the PSP version is much better. Really? Okay. Well, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics for me was another game I was just crazy about. I actually, uh, uh, I preferred it to seven, um, back in yeah. the day. Um, I also have, uh, Symphony of the Night. Uh, have you played, uh, uh, Valkyrie Profile? No. Oh, really cool game. Try it. Really, really cool. Really fun. It's kind of obscure and expensive. I think they re-released it on uh, Xbox or something, so maybe that version is easier to find. I don't know. Um, it, it might sound like a joke entry here, but I have uh, uh, Bushido Blade 1 and 2. Have you played them? <laughs> I, yeah. I think I played the first one. <laughs> Those games I, I are can't re- so I can't, ridiculous. I can't remember. Is, is that like a fighting game where it's one hit kill? 
Well, yeah, it's a fighting game with one-hit kills, and it's hilarious. Just like the kind of like kills you pull off, or the kind of fights that happen. I remember with a friend, uh, we sat down one night, and we were just going through our game collections and stuff. And we pulled that out, and we were like, "This game, man, let's just play this. It's gonna be hilarious." <laughs> and you, whatever, we probably had a few drinks or something. And uh, I just remember we played it till five a.m. It was just so much fun. It was like at the end, it was like because it keeps if you play on a two-player mode, it keeps you like I've your uh win loss record yeah. it was like you know 200 to 300 like something crazy we just played it and played because it it's just so much fun it's just such a ridiculous game and one and two are so similar but a little different you could just kind of put them together as one set of games so um definitely if someone is new to playstation they have to play those games they're just ridiculous yeah. uh and i also had silent hill one people laugh but i found that game even though it's now when you play it it's all pixelated and you know not visually impressive perhaps yeah. i found it genuinely creepy i thought that was a genuinely scary creepy game i found it way scarier than uh, any of the resident evil games um or really any other game i can think of uh really just kind of gets to you i thought um especially back at the time playing it and finally one um obscure game that i i'm sh- no one has played i think but uh there's a game i called <clears throat> tail concerto heard of it i've heard of that really cool game it's obscure and weird but it's it's a third person game where you're like this i think you were a fox or something in this like yeah. robot suit and it was just kind of a just quirky adventure game it was really really cool it's a lot of fun um uh it's got pretty good ratings yeah oh cool cool yeah like I, 18.3 out of 20 what point three 18.3 out of 20. Oh, sweet. Yeah, um, really, really fun game. It might have been, I forget who made it, Tecmo or something. Anyway, it was uh, definitely a... Developer CyberConnect 2. Okay, well, forget it then. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, if you ever get your hands on that one, highly recommended. Um, just kind of puzzly, quirky game. It was kind of cutesy a little bit, but not really. Like, it's not so serious. It's almost like a Banjo-Kazooie kind of uh, uh, whimsical-ness, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So so Cybernet Connect Two, they've they their first game was Tail Concerto, and then they did like all the Dot Hack games, okay, and all the Naruto games. Uh, and they're still are they still around? Yep, they've got. Uh, so they were just pulled off of the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh uh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's them. Uh, okay. Yeah, and and in 2014 they released the Final Fantasy VII G Bike game for Android and iOS. Well, okay, weird how things come together, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what's what's amazing is we we almost need to just spend like a whole day talking about nothing but PS1 games because if if you've got a PS3 or a PSP. Or you know a PS2 or PS1. <laughs> there's so there's such a massive game library of great games that were on, on that system that yeah. are still accessible today. Yeah, I'm um, uh, really any of these uh, systems warrant the discussion. But yeah, PlayStation One. I mean, the accessibility, I guess, is uh, yeah. what you're getting with getting. At. I I I guess you know because I haven't gone to PS4 yet, so I forget that that system's not backward compatible. But I, so. For me, I'm like in a little micro renaissance right now, where I've been picking up my PSP and playing games on that. Because like I played uh, Parasite Eve at the end of last year, and I've got uh, 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 I can't remember the name of it. Let me go look at my list of games that I want to play. Vagrant Story. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, another good one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure I'm missing some here too. I mean, I. Uh, I can't really remember actually what I've even gone through and loved, but PlayStation One was definitely uh, uh, a lot of fun back in the day. Yeah. Cool, sir. Okay, and so what do we have next on our menu? Nintendo sixty-four. I never owned one of those, you know. Um, I never owned one until like way, way, way later. I was so anti Nintendo 64 I felt so betrayed by Nintendo that they didn't go with a PlayStation style system <laughs> I felt so sad that fi- Final Fantasy had left Nintendo in the dust and gone to this other yeah. company just everything about Nintendo 64 to me was like ugh. and it was kind of 
if you were like, a, I found if you were at the time, if you were a hardcore gamer and someone who had been playing games for a long time, you almost inevitably went PlayStation, but everyone else went Nintendo 64. So like all the yeah. people who were just kind of like, games are fun, man, whatever. They went Nintendo 64. Yeah. But if you were almost like this, like almost like a game snob kind of person, which I, most people I hang out, hung out with were, and myself included, everybody got the PlayStation. So yeah, I, yeah. I almost, I thought Nintendo 64 was like the baby system too. Like those people aren't even real gamers or whatever. <laughs> so. Well, it was, it was interesting, right? Because, you know, the N64 came out and it had all the, the marketing behind it of, you know, it's a 64-bit system. It's Nintendo. The, the, they're the, that alone are the two big things. And so, you know, it was cartridge, so everything was familiar. Uh, and, you know, it had great 3D graphics and, and these bright colors being advertised and stuff. Uh, but I, I think those of us who are in the know realize that the CD technology allowed for bigger games because uh, you could f- have as, as many CDs as you wanted. So, like Final Fantasy VII just couldn't ex- exist on an N64. Which was uh, kind of, I think, what clued a lot of people in to the... It, like whenever you saw at the time like these big like one-on-one kind of system comparisons that's the like pivotal game everyone would bring up as like kind of the why playstation wins that fight yeah uh so you know i i had a neighbor who had an n64 uh, and so we would play that very frequently like he would come over he'd bring it with over to um, my place and we would play mario kart like Every day after school, it started off with Super Nintendo, and then when he got his N64, it was Mario Kart 64. <laughs> so I I had a lot of experience with that and a lot of time in on GoldenEye. Um, GoldenEye. But the the other games just didn't do it for me. I I wasn't into Wave Race and Pilot Wings and all that stuff, and so it, it just it it felt like a system that. I, I played out of convenience because my neighbor had it, but then when Final Fantasy VII was, was released, that was like the pivotal moment where I was like, okay, I'm buying a console and it's going to be a PlayStation. <laughs> See a Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I honestly, Nintendo 64 is, I'm almost certain, my least favorite Nintendo system. I mean, I don't know. You have like the Virtual Boy, whatever, but like. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Yeah, it's just kind of a silly, like, mistake almost. Like, I mean, Nintendo 64 was a contender, and it was their major flagship system. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I really didn't like it. Um, and I thought, like, the graphics were, like, everything was so ugly. The polygons were so murky looking, and uh, just everything, everything. Ever. Even, like, PlayStation's, like, blocky, ugly polygons were, like, endearing to me a little bit. Like, now yeah. I look at them, and I think, uh, but Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo 64 is just so ugly. And now today even it's just so so ugly so um that that was something that was interesting because i I remember at the time my older brother was like trying to convince me that nintendo 64 had the better color palette and i i just i didn't see it it's like he he didn't like playstation because everything was always so dark colored whereas nintendo (laughs) was very vibrant but to me it's like those dark colors helps create moody atmospheres and stuff that you yeah just, i wasn't seeing that on n64 yeah totally agree um yeah nintendo 64 let me see um i had uh i know everyone loves zelda like so so much to me i might i i don't <laughs> well okay well um i i wouldn't say i hate it Ocarina but certainly time is, I, yeah. I, I i couldn't finish it i didn't like not it. a fan there you, okay wow i've never met someone else who's uh, kind of on, in my camp here um most people like go on and on and on about how it's their favorite game favorite yeah. zelda blah blah blah. I, I i i don't know maybe it was the hype or something like i I was kind of late to the game on that particular zelda because i was so anti in 64 it yeah, just, i never played it until i got uh i got it on my gamecube Right, so kind of similar uh, experience. To me, it was just like, whatever, the game's okay. I, who cares? Like, I mean, Ninten- uh, I felt like Nintendo 64 was a system that was invented to play Mario 64. And Mario 64 was an excellent game and a lot of fun, and I, I thought it was really well done, and, and it suited the hardware, and everything was great. And then every deviation from that was just worse in some way. And Zelda, I don't know, it just felt weird to me. It was okay. It was a fun-ish game, even though I, I hate, hate, hated Majora's Mask. Um, like, li- like least favorite game level hatred. Mm. But um, uh, 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 Ocarina of Time was just okay. 
it was just really just okay. So anyway, um, definitely Mario 64, and I also have uh, uh, Goemon 64. I don't know if you know that series, Goemon. Yeah, I know of it. Yeah, yeah. So the Nintendo 64 entry was a lot of fun, actually. It was. It felt like Mario 64 just with like a, a Goemon skin on it. But I mean, I don't know. It's fun. It was the same kind of game. I felt like every game on Nintendo 64 was kind of the same. There were some variant of Mario 64, uh, and that one was a lot of fun. I never really got into Smash Brothers. 64 and I never really got into Mario Kart 64 so much to be honest. I've played a lot of Mario Kart 64. Uh, I've played like every Mario Kart except that one. I've played it but I, I've like really played every Mario Kart except that one. What's, what's interesting is uh, one of my friends has the Mega Man, uh, Mario Kart 8 um, and it has some of the, the tracks on that from Mario Kart 64. Right. But I feel like they were way better in Mario Kart 64. <laughs> uh, same. It's uh, so the the DS Mario Kart has like all the old cl- classic uh, courses from the other games, and the Super Nintendo ones. I'm always like, ah, oh, this was so good on Super Nintendo. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's the, they've adapted it to the new game system, but the original course wasn't designed with those new game elements in mind, so it just feels yeah. bland or like you know it broken in some way i guess yeah like in yeah. like in the original uh super nintendo ones you had the feather right so you could yeah you could like take shortcuts here and there and, and it was the same in the uh rainbow road on n64 like i remember there was this uh, i think it's the the i think it's the n64 one where there's this big jump that you can take and and basically skip half the track yeah. right off the start um, a few like that, I think. And then in in the in Mario Kart Eight, as soon as you attempt to do something like that, Lakitu immediately puts you right back on the track, and it's like oh, <laughs> so it's oh. literally broken. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. Uh, hmm. All right, so we're we're cruising today. We've already done four four systems here. Uh, so I think the last one we should do for the night is Game Boy Color. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, Game Boy Color, I will say, I think, um, is, uh, in the same way I look back very fondly on, uh, Super Nintendo and PlayStation. I I get the same kind of feeling out of Game Boy Color, honestly. I think it's a a system that is underappreciated, and there's just a lot of great games. Um, there's a lot of great RPGs. The sound chip was cool, uh, so I don't know. The games sound wonderful. They look cool. Uh, some of them, uh, some of them have kind of an ugly ca- color palette, but I found when it was when games were done well, they were done extremely well. And uh, yeah, I actually I'm a I'm a big Game Boy Color fan. But I'm gonna give the most boring answer in the world. I'm gonna say uh, for me, uh, it's definitely the Game Boy Color Zelda games. Um, that's I mean. I, for a lot of people, those are probably the only games they even know. <laughs> but uh, honestly, just fantastic games. I think we talked previously, and you probably hadn't played them, if I remember correctly. Um, no, I I never played too many of them. I ended up getting a few different Game Boy uh, games, like uh, Metroid Two uh, and stuff, and I, and I would play those on my uh, sup- not my Super Game Boy, but the uh, whatever the atta- Game Boy pl- Game Boy Player, the attachment that went on your GameCube. Yep. Um, so, th- so that's like the experience that I have with playing. Game I thought Boy that games. was only for Game Boy Advance. Uh, no, you could you could play original Game Boy games as well. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, I guess uh, in my uh, in, in my Nintendo DS as well, you could play those cards. DS was definitely Advance only, not Color. Uh, Pretty sure. Yeah. Advanced was this co- up. Uh, Can uh, uh. Nintendo DS or DS Lite play Game Boy games? Uh, they can play. Yes, they cannot play Game Boy. So yeah. So the now I need to double check with the the Game Boy Player. Game Boy Player. So yeah, the the DS cannot play original Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. Yeah, I th- I I figured that, but I'm wondering if Game Boy Advance can. You can play original Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games on the GameCube. Crazy. Cool. Well. And the uh, Game Boy Advance K 
can also play the originals. Yeah, I think I remember that. And then when they the DS only played Advance and the 3DS only plays DS, maybe? Or yeah. does it even? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't play Advance. Yeah. Rocket. Okay, well, what's your favorite Game Boy Color game? Uh, so I, I don't even really remember. <laughs> <laughs> no answer? So, I, I, like, I mean, I remember them advertising the, the Zelda uh, Oracle of Season, Oracle of uh, Ages games. Yeah. Uh, and I never actually got around to playing them. So, oh, that's a bummer. A lot of fun. Uh, they're like, uh, they're like, um, uh, Link's Awakening, very, very similar, but very cool. Like, it's just kind of like a alternate Link's Awakening or Link's Awakening Gaiden or something kind of. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, I never ended up playing those. Hmm. Well, uh, you have the rest <laughs> of your life to try, I guess. <laughs> Ending on a climactic note. <laughs> 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 awesome. Hey, well, we nailed five systems. Uh, six, if you include that little uh, note on the uh, Turbo Graphics. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Uh, yeah. So I, I think uh, this, I think last year was the first time I'd ever played Pokemon, which was original Game Boy. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I remember the craze that happened back in the day, and I wasn't really part of it, but I did play it. Um, and enjoy it. Well, there we go. About... <laughs> we're, go we're going on super anticlimactic this time. You know, I'm really tired today. It probably comes out in the way I'm I'm presenting myself, but I'm just. Uh, yeah, it, I, I'm, I could I'm use the same it way. This, this is the most relaxed I've been in ages, and I, I'm like on the verge of just falling asleep as a result. So. <laughs> Awesome, and that's why we have nothing to say about Game Boy Color. Yeah, no, yeah. we don't have anything to say because it's just it wasn't nearly as exciting as a PlayStation One. Fair enough. Fair enough. Did Did you already uh, back in the day? Did you have a Game Boy Color or like a Game Boy Pocket and all that jazz? I had a Game Boy Color. I did not have a Pocket. My neighbors had a Pocket. Uh wasn't there another one? Game Boy. Maybe I, it was just Game Boy. Pocket. I thought there was another one. I have a Pocket now. I didn't then. Um, Pocket's actually a really good system if you just want to play original Game Boy games. Um, I did have a Color, and I did have the two models of the Advance. I was Yeah, I think I had most of the Game Boys. I, I don't think there's any I skipped. Just the Pocket, which was effectively just a, an original Game Boy in a different uh, form factor. Hmm. Uh, the one version. thing I was going to add uh, which slipped my mind is you had mentioned with the Game Boy uh, Color that you liked the sound chip uh, I really I'm, liked all the Game Boy sound chips well um, I'm actually going to because you mentioned the sound chip I'm going to include a link uh, for this blog post because uh, a number of years back I started getting into Little Sound DJ which is a, a, a program for the Game Boy for writing chiptune music uh and i've managed to find it and call up this website where you can listen to sound comparisons of the hardware for the game boy the game boy with the pro sound mod the game Ooh. boy pocket the game boy pack pocket with the sound mod the game boy with the light on and off the game Boy <laughs> color uh the advance the advance sp with the light off <laughs> the you're getting me excited you should you send me this link too yeah yeah the, it, <laughs> and so of all of the different things i remember listening to all this stuff very carefully before i made a decision of what i was going to buy uh and to me the the hardware that sounds absolutely the best was the original the original game boy Many, many people think that. So um, I also love the original Game Boy. I haven't sat down and done the comparison. <laughs> I just have fonder memories, perhaps, of Game Boy Color. Um, but yes, I've heard that quite consistently, actually. It's 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 funny. Like you, you don't put much thought into it, but when you do actually hear all the different things sound uh, back to back, it's like it's the identical sound. And yet there's less noise and, and I don't know, it, there's just a better sound to it on that uh, original hardware. 
So I don't know. It's it's interesting because like I think about uh, like part of what's holding me off on getting a Switch right now is knowing that inevitably in a year or two that Nintendo's going to release a, a newer version of the Switch, and I don't know. I guess every every system does that. Like the Sony when they released the PlayStation Three, the original one was backwards compatible with the PS2. And then when they released a new version, it wasn't. So it's like you get a, a, a cheaper, more accessible version whenever these companies release new stuff. And there may be new features, but inevitably there's going to be something different about the hardware that you may be missing out on as well. You know, I wouldn't be su- Well, I would be surprised. I, of all the systems, though, I, I think switch might be the one they don't do that they'll probably do it but i mean they'll, switch they'll, they'll you know a lot of the well a lot of the switch uh yeah they'll do something but i mean compared to pretty much all every other system like the switch just has less uh, i don't know it's like the form factor is kind of already just part of the way like the appeal or something like it'd almost yeah. be a different system with a different form factor and a different something about it you know I mean, you say that, but you you look at the what the Nintendo DS and then the DS Lite. It's the exact same thing, but with a brighter screen, right? So, uh, so they could very easily do the same thing, where you know the the maybe it's got a, a better because uh, the resolution when you're plugged into a TV is different than when you're pl- just holding the console itself in your hands, right? So they could fix that and then give it better battery life, and then you've got a completely new version. Indeed, oh well, I'm I'm like you, man. I'm a waiter, so yeah. I this is like the one system I went out and bought. I think yeah. don't you have? Didn't I thought you had just bought like a, a PlayStation or an Xbox or something? Yeah, I got the Xbox One in yeah, like November. There you go. And so far, the only game I've played to completion on it was uh, this Final Fantasy 15 garbage <laughs> game. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> It's it's because I worked on uh, I worked on Gears of War four uh, and I worked on Mass Effect Andromeda and I, I I felt like I should own a console that can play these games that I've I've worked on so yeah uh, and then I got a discount on it from work so it seemed to make sense to me cool and now I've I've actually got some games for it that I want to play but we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. Even They're now that I've got time, I've, I don't have enough time. <laughs> Indeed. The eternal problem, right? Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Well, as always, I have to go and take care of a kid now, so... All right. Perhaps we should scramble. All, All right. right. Well, uh, try and wake up for next time. We have a lot more systems to uh, cover. Um, I'm, I'm getting... I think as we go forward, it'll be less and less uh, from me, probably, because I've just played a lot less games. <laughs> On these newer systems, you know, yeah. it's like 1995 is kind of my break point, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, uh, enjoy your Monday, enjoy your vacation, and uh, till next time. All right, catch you later. Cheers, yeah, see ya.